This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Let's talk about some real estate. I've got two things for you, mainly one, a survey that shows that millennials cried through the process of purchasing a home or or trying to purchase a home. I found that super interesting. You may too. Uh, the other one here shows you what areas are going to increase or continue to increase. Metropolitan areas are going to continue to increase through 2022 and parts of 2023 so that at least if you are looking to make a purchase, you know where to purchase and you know at least what's going on. This is according to one economist. I hope you're having a good day, by the way. I am. Thank you for that. If you have any comments, any questions, be sure to dump them into wherever you're watching this. If you're on YouTube, I'm about to put in the links to what we're going to dive into. And the very first one is this one I've got for you. And let me see if this is the right one. Yep. Yep. Nope. That is the wrong one. I want to see which one is the fun one. Uh, the how fast will the housing market cool? That's the one I'm going to show you. And this is the best one. The housing market is making most millennial home shoppers burst into tears. I was like, that's not true, is it? Well, the survey finds that, yeah, it, it, it is kind of true. But look, I'm going to warn you, it's, they only, I think they only surveyed 2,300 people. And the survey was done by Zillow. So uh, with that said, I've warned you enough. Half of new buyers said the process left them in tears according to a new Zillow survey released this Thursday, well, a few days ago, when Gen Zers and millennials far more likely to cry at least once during their home buying journey. Uh, and there it is at more than 65 and 61% respectively. That's pretty nutty. I mean, it is kind of stressful. If you're purchasing your home for the first time and going through this process, I see that frustration for sure. It shouldn't come as a surprise with low inventory and high demand. Most home receive multiple offers. That's very true. And I want to dig into this because uh, let me stop sharing this with you. Part of the reason I started with that is because now we're seeing a slightly new market in different areas. Now, we also are seeing appreciation continue through this year in different areas. And I love this article for that reason alone. And I'm going to show you this chart a little bit later when we're talking. But see, home prices appreci appreciation projections, and it goes through a large part of the United States, all the metropolitan areas. But before we get there, I want to go over some information just to show you what they're looking at. And sometimes we forget about this. And this is important right here. How fast will the housing market cool? Now, this right here, the first paragraph, this is real talk. A lot of us don't take this into consideration, whether we're on the consumer side and we're purchasing homes or we're on the real estate side as real estate agents or it doesn't matter where you're at. Most people don't take inflation into account at all when tracking the value of their home. They rely on the headline dollar percentage increase or declines, increases or declines. If prices for similar colonials or ranches in their low in their locale jump by double digits over the same month, 
from the previous month, they don't subtract, here's the key, they don't subtract the corresponding rise in consumer price index to get the real increase. And that's important because I'm going to show you at the bottom of this where you start seeing the graph and you, you want to start in the middle part of this. Not the total appreciation, but the appreciation that takes into consideration this CPI, the consumer price index. That's important, so pay attention to that. Now, as you scroll down, uh, they, this is mainly from the American Enterprise Institute's Housing Center. And I'm just going to abbreviate that, the AEI, okay? It offers detailed information on prices, appreciation, inventories, and numerous other metrics for those markets, the markets I'm about to show you. And the director, his name is Ed Pinto, which we're going to refer to here as just Pinto, does provide an overall view of where the national prices are going in the months ahead. And this is this is a popular question like, Tristan, where are the market, where, where is the real estate market heading? I get this question a lot from, from our clients like, well, I'm not going to buy. I'm kind of scared as to what's actually happening. Happening Is there a recession happening? If I do buy, I mean, what, what are we looking at a year, two years, three years, four years down the line? And the truth is, none of us actually know what's actually going to happen. So we dig into research to show you what we think is going to happen based on the information that we do have. And anybody else is telling you otherwise that they know exactly what's going to happen. That's how you can call bullshit. And that's not true. All right. So let's dig into what we do have to make a better educated guess. Here we go. Let's scroll down to the areas that I've highlighted. Again, I put these in to the YouTube channel. And Pinto says, fundamental forces will sustain a seller's market for now. So that's good for now, says Pinto, because you know the truth is we don't know what the hell happens next year. Now, I need to read this because it's so important here. That's why I highlighted a massive paragraph. It says, for Pinto, the easing of HPA doesn't mean that prices, including real prices, that's including the CPI, the cost, uh, the uh, consumer price index, right, will drop anytime soon. In fact, he believes several fundamental forces will maintain a strong market for the months to come. And he's got three, so I'll dig into those. But though hardly the juggernaut of the last two years, surprisingly, one big plus is still attractive, and that's mortgages, he says, even though they're two points higher than a year ago at 5.5, I mean, higher than just a few months ago, significantly higher. Uh, rates are low by historical standards, he says. Besides, he adds, they're actually negative, negative relative to inflation. And I don't think we've really talked about that, how the rates, even though they're slightly higher, they're still negative to inflation, right? And again, can you start correlating that? Making the monthly nut look like a bargain, families are often paying less on their home loans each year than the increase in their household incomes. For Pinto, it would take a surge in rates to, uh, to go between 6 and 7% to cool the market and that, that's what we've been saying. Look, if the rates, and let me stop sharing really quick. If the rates go way past six, closer to seven and eight, then we might have a problem where then we'll start seeing the demand and the inventory now gets super unbalanced because right now the demand is still there for the inventory that we have. In fact, we showed you last week, the inventory for everything active is only two and a half, almost two and a half months. And that's significantly low. The average is six months. Now, on new construction, even though it's also six months, that is nine months worth of inventory. So 
they're completely different. New construction is, is above and all this active inventory that we have on the MLS or multiple listing service for real estate agents, that's significantly low. This is why we're still seeing multiple offers. So let's go back here so I can show you. A second, Pinto points to, to the work from home revolution that has freed homeowners to relocate from expensive coastal metros to affordable Sunbelt markets. So the first one, he said, hey, first one, interest rates are still low. Don't, don't, don't be fooled by the rapid increase. He's like five and a half, still better than where inflation's at. Not bad. Second, though, he's saying that this, these people that relocated to different areas are now going to remain there. And I'm not sure about that one because we are seeing different companies now call up and say, hey, if you want to continue to work here, you're going to have to show up and not show up on Zoom. You're going to have to show up in person. So that might matter. We'll see how that goes. That, that was his point. And here's number three. He says the third and most potent factor, incredibly low inventories, which we just talked about. We're still seeing a supply and demand imbalance. Yes, it's still there. I've, I've seen the data and it's, it's there. It's real. And the reason is the incredibly low number of homes for sale, says Pinto. And here's some stats really quick. He says there is no bubble, says Pinto. And I'll show you. That's not the case. He says there's no bubble at all. He points again to the amazingly slender supply. In the bubble of 2005, the U.S. had 2.4, 2.5 million homes for sale on the market. He says now the number is 950,000. Do you see the difference there? That matters. So you have to pay attention to those things. So when you hear people say, hey, we're going into a crash. We're going in. No, no, you could just kind of stop talking about that. For now. now, let's scroll down because there's there's here's where I want to show you that there are metros says 45 out of the 48 cities should expect both positive nominal and real gains and nominal are the gains that we technically see where it's like, oh, my house went up in value. That's nominal. Real takes into consideration the CPI as well and inflation. So let's jump into those into this right here. And you can see. I'll put this one on here, but you can see here, let's take a look at the middle section. So, you know, I'm, I'm talking about 18.4, 16.4 on that one. Cape Coral looks like it should have good appreciation according to the, the numbers they ran. Florida, Rally, Tampa's going to do quite well. Another, Flo another Florida here, Miami. Look at that. Miami, 10.8% appreciation through April 2023. Las Vegas still continues to go up. Orlando. So look, if you're looking to make a move, let me stop sharing really quick. If you're looking to make a move, it's probably best to take a look at Florida because they seem to be doing pretty well there. And Orlando, Nashville, Austin. And you can keep on going. I'm in LA. LA's on the lower side right there. 4.1 is the middle, right? But these are the things you need to be looking at. And as you scroll to the bottom, he also mentions one thing. He says... Look, even in the absence of a recession, it's right here. Let me re-highlight it. Or steep rise in mortgage rates. The most likely outlook after April 2023 of next year is that inflation outpaces price increases. So at some point, we're going to get there. And I want you to be paying attention for when that happens. Now, even 2023 in April is too far out to really know what's going to happen. So pay attention to what's happening on a month-to-month -month basis. Look at the tell signs for where the real estate market is heading. Look at my previous videos and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Hope you have an awesome day. And if you have any questions, throw them on here. I see a few. Ben, thanks for watching. Heather, Daryl, 
Daryl, <laughs> I love that. I appreciate that, man. Have an awesome day, everybody.